You never know where you're going if you don't look back. Hold it tight like a fist for it fades to black. You got a relic, best to keep it true. A ticket to the past, it can bring you to. You got a relic, it come far and few. Remember what you do, it comes back on you. What's good, people? This is the Relic Podcast, and I'm Chad Snow, and thank you for listening. Got to walk in this morning, about 5.30 a.m. Before that, a little workout. It was about 4 a.m. Had the dog with me. He was with me in the garage. Uh, it's dark out. It's quiet. Peaceful. One of my favorite parts of the day, as I've said before, is the morning. Up when everyone else is still sleeping. And this morning I found my, which is kind of ironic and you'll understand as I go along. I found myself, before I even started the workout, I'm a a half hour into waking up. So I'm waking up at 3 in the morning, feeling good, feeling grateful, as usual. It's Monday, go downstairs for the workout, and my shoulder's kind of sore. My knee's kind of stiff. And I haven't even started doing anything yet. I'm catching myself complaining. Like before I can even appreciate the fresh air, I'm thinking and complaining in my head about this shoulder and this knee and oh, woe is me kind of thing. And... It didn't take long for me to snap out of it. But the point I'm starting this off with is that it happens. It's it's almost a, can't even think of the fancy word for it, but it's just like an automatic thing sometimes where we get something in our head and our first thing is to complain about it. And I've gotten pretty good at catching myself before... It like spirals out of control, snowballs, or whatever other words, phrases you want to use. But that can happen real quick if you let it. And notice how I said, if you let it. Because we have control. We get to choose. There's that word again. We get to choose. And if we choose to start complaining... And then one turns into another, and then it's just, it's its its ugly. And we've all been in the situation before where, before you know it, you're just having a bad day. And you don't even know why anymore. You can't even think of why. So, before I started the workout, I had to check myself. And I looked down at Solo, who's just laying there. Probably happy as hell to be with me. And he just made me laugh. And I snapped out of it and started working out. Now, obviously, I have to be mindful of the shoulder and I have to be mindful of the knee. I'm not getting any younger. But it's not an excuse to not do anything. So I still do it. I still do my push-ups and my pull-ups and all this kind of thing. So no excuses. And there's no excuse for sitting there complaining about something. You got a choice. 
And it was ironic because a couple days ago when the, on the walk with the wife in the morning, I told her that I think I was going to do the podcast this week on complaining and how easy it is for us to get in the habit of complaining about, especially about stupid stuff that is just meaningless. And especially with social media and the society we kind of live in today, it's so easy to complain and just get in the gutter with your negative thoughts and the, oh, woe is me, pity parties. And all you have to do is look on your social media and you're going to see it real quick and people feed into it. And then they validate your feelings and it just, it turns into like this victimhood mentality that's just toxic. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You know at least one person that's like that. And we can be like that ourselves. But you have to be mindful of it. And get yourself out of that little gutter mentality of complaining all the time. So as I'm talking about the topic and thinking through and got all sorts of examples of things I could talk about that deal with complaining and yada, yada, yada. But I have a student, ex-student of mine. There's many ex-students that I could probably plug in and tell a story about that puts home the point I'm trying to make is that We all have something to complain about, but there's always someone that has it a lot worse that could complain, that has a right to complain, but doesn't. And this student of mine, this goes back to 2014, 15, 15, 16, around that time, so about five years ago. And... His name was LJ. Shout out to LJ. Shout out to Central Middle School. But anyway, I met LJ, and he wasn't in my class, but I saw him around school all the time. And as we got more acquainted, he started coming down to my classroom. And LJ was in a wheelchair couldn't walk and the thing about that was is that it took like five seconds of my time to get past that real quick because his attitude changed my whole perspective on how to look at him now I've had practice at dealing with people students adults that had disabilities, and how to change your lens when it came to looking at them. And even when I met LJ for the first time, it wasn't like I was feeling sorry for him. But it puts into perspective, again, what do we have to complain about? I'm complaining about my sore knee, and he can't even walk. So with LJ, his attitude was contagious for me. 
and I can't speak for anybody else, but for me, I loved having them come down unannounced. Open door policy, son. You can come down whenever you want because I loved seeing him come down and just saying hi with his good attitude, his smile, and never once complaining about anything, never once complaining about his situation, never once using it as an excuse to not do something. In fact, I had a pull-up bar in my room that my students and I would use. I would use a lot, and the students started using it too. And it was uh, in one of the door frames. And LJ started getting on that pull-up bar. And he couldn't do a pull-up, but he got on the bar and tried. And I had plenty of students in the past that, in anyone, adults, you say the word pull-up, and the majority of people, whether they can or they can't, don't even want to do them. Don't even want to try doing them. Assume right off the bat that they can't do them. And most people can't. They're not easy to do. But you can still hang there. Now, it might sound funny. Try hanging from the bar for a while. That's not exactly easy either. And you have to start somewhere. And so my man LJ, I caught him, caught him on that bar many times. Just hanging there. No one around him. During our little break times, he'd come down and get on that bar. And he'd get up there on, him, on his own. He didn't ask for help. He didn't ask for anyone to come over and move his wheelchair for him. He found a way to get up on that bar by himself. And he'd just hang there. And he'd try to pull himself up. And as he got stronger... He got closer to pulling himself up that bar and doing a regular chin-up. Now, that might seem like a big deal. And maybe it's not a big deal to a lot of people. And the pull-up wasn't the point. That's like secondary. The point of it was that he was just getting on the bar on his own. No encouragement, no one making him do it, and just doing it, and trying, and not complaining. Talk about a metaphor for life right there. How many times that we show up in a situation that seems hard, or seems difficult, or seems out of our reach, and we just don't even try. And if it comes to a situation where we actually do have to try, and it's going to be hard, then we complain. We start looking for sympathy. We start looking for someone to maybe help us out without even trying ourselves first. LJ didn't. I have a picture of LJ hanging from that bar. And I put that in my classroom no matter where I was at. Whatever school I was at, that picture went up in my room for the next five years. And I had 
other students that didn't know LJ, didn't know anything about him. It's like, what, what's that picture all about? And I told him the story of LJ. Because there's days where you don't want to do anything. There's days where you're just not feeling it. There's days where, man, you had a bad day the other day and it's just kind of steamrolling or snowballing and the momentum is just kind of gone. That's why I had that picture up. What are you going to complain about today? You're not going to try? It takes zero effort or zero talent to put forth effort to give it a shot. And my man LJ couldn't even walk. But he was going to try. Get on that bar. And the story goes on where I could come up with other examples where you know, people like LJ was in his chair and we were going up and down the hallway and people wanted to push for him. And I saw more than one occasion where he didn't want help pushing himself. He didn't need you to push him. Now, he would let people sometimes just because he's nice. But he didn't ask for it. He didn't need it. And I'd see him go up flights of stairs without the wheelchair and just using his own body to get up there, not asking for help. Plenty of examples where LJ just did what he had to do and did what he could do without complaining about it. And here I am this morning complaining about my sore shoulder and my stiff knee. Shame on me. Shame on me for complaining about anything. And there's people out there that even have it worse than LJ does. And we all think we have reasons to complain, which we might here and there. But for the m- m- most of the time, it doesn't matter. Get out of your own way. Be grateful for what you can do. And at least try. Maybe you'd surprise yourself. And maybe you fail. Try again. Show up the next day. So it all goes back to the same word, choice. We all get to choose. And we all get to show up or not. And how are you going to show up? Complaining? Or are you going to show up like my man LJ? And just do it. Just try it. Why not? That's what I say. Why not? So there's always lessons to be learned no matter who you're watching, no matter who you run into. That might be able to teach you something if you let them. And someone that's not even trying to teach you a lesson. But if you open up your eyes, humble yourself a little bit, there's always something to be learned. And that's why I always appreciated LJ. 
And that's why I always carried that picture around with him, with me, of him, with me. And put it on my wall at school. Because it served a purpose for me. It served as a reminder. And I've got plenty of reminders in my own head. But it's always nice to have a little visual one on the wall. Or on your desk. Or on your mirror in the in the bathroom. Because I needed a reminder this morning. I needed one. And it's those kind of reminders that keep me in check. Because like I said earlier, we all have something to complain about. We all find reasons to complain. And after you step back from it and detach yourself from it a little bit, you realize, man, that was stupid. It didn't do any good. Might have been a temporary feel-good situation when you complain. I don't know. I can't speak for everybody else. It made me feel stupid. That's how it, it makes me feel dumb when I do that. And I'm grateful that I get to check myself before someone else has to do it. Because that's embarrassing. So, I'm sure if Solo could talk, he probably would have checked me. Shut up, Snow. Do those pull-ups. Do those dips. And LJ probably would have said it too. So in closing, I'll say thank you to LJ for his example. And I still have his picture. It sits in my phone now, but it's still there. Whenever there's days I don't feel like doing it or feel like doing something because my knee might be sore or stiff or my shoulder's acting up or whatever excuse I might have to be throwing at something. All I got to do is look at that picture of a kid that can't even walk hanging on a pull-up bar, putting forth the effort, giving it a shot. I can do that too. We all can. So with that, I hope you guys make it a great day. I'm out. You never know where you're going if you don't look back. Hold it tight like a fist forward, fades to black. You got a relic, best to keep it true. A ticket to the past, it can bring you to. You got a relic, they come far and few.